Trash, episode 33. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. Yeah, we use our real names. It's been a while. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You've been alright? Oh, well, I'm just saying it's been a while since we used our real names. Oh. It hasn't been a while since we recorded. That's true. Yeah. Full disclosure. I'm all about that, for <clears> the <throat> most part, when it comes to the show. Alright. Yeah. You know, the... Not the... about, like, everything bad. I just, I, I keep, uh, undisclosed a lot of stuff. Right. But right. as far as, uh, the, the magic that we work here, I, I certainly like, I, I'm like Penn and Teller in which I like to reveal the trick after we've done it. Uh, I in wish we fact, had, I wish we had a trick to reveal. Oh, we do. What's that? Uh, I know you don't listen to the show. Mm-hmm. So you don't know that what I do is I distort the audio on our voices so that we have Deep masculine voices. Oh wow, really? Because this is like Pat, who is our listener, uh-huh. knows us in real life. We have really high feminine voices. Right, right. In fact, you sound a lot like Bernadette Peters, and I sound like Carol King. Hmm. I never would have thought Carol King. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can see it. So you know, uh, in post, mm-hmm. I. Uh, that's I that's the time after we record. Right. I uh, I. Fuck with the audio, and uh, and then we sound like you know half men, couple of dudes, uh, guys. Uh, I mean, fellas, closer than what we currently sound like okay. you know, to each other. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, uh, but but in the recording, we we almost sound like guys. <laughs> well, that's all we can hope for. Yeah, almost, <laughs> almost <laughs> is my goal in most things. Yeah, we're. Almost good, we're almost funny, and almost dudes. <laughs> well, here's to that. <laughs> uh, finally enjoying a beer. Huh? Finally enjoying a beer. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not full anymore. Oh, uh, that's good. I'm enjoying a root beer because I don't feel like drinking today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, it's crazy. But, uh, I don't want to, uh, I don't, don't want to talk about whatever we're going to talk about today. What's that? I want to talk about my mom's cats. Yeah? Yeah. What about them? Uh, they're awesome. Yeah, Max and... Uh, Max and P- PJ? TJ. PJ. JC. 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 Yeah. And then there's a third one. Uh, I know you've never seen him. Uh, his name is Eddie. He's an asshole. He's not awesome. That's his name? Ebby. Oh. Yeah. I was like, his name is he's an asshole. He's not awesome. No, I said his name was Ebby. Oh, I didn't. You I didn't hear. And as we learned in the previous episode, and probably due to my voice sounding like Carol King, that uh, I don't pronounce things well. Oh. <laughs> I don't enunciate. Yeah. Oh, I have a terrible voice for radio. It's a good thing there's no one listening. It's a good thing we're not on radio either. That's true. Yeah. It's pretend radio. <laughs> Is, I know, I, I equate this to like us sitting in our backyard with like a, <clears throat> like a paper towel roll. <laughs> and, like, we're just speaking into those as right. microphones, and no one's listening, but we're pretending as if we're right, 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 disseminating right. information and opinions and to the, the whole world. Right. Unfortunately, you're looking at about $200 worth of pretend microphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no one's listening to. <laughs> and 300 included a mixer. Oh, wow. Everything else. Yes. But anyway. Stuff. Hmm. Fantastic. I. 
Ugh, fuck. Speak a little. I wish I had something intelligible to say. <laughs> I, uh... Have I, have I read anything or done anything interesting? I don't believe I have. Uh... Yeah, not really. I haven't, I haven't been reading any comics at all. I read, uh, a Dare, uh, Deadpool chip paperback. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not that great. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not that great. It, uh, you returned it even. Yes, you, I did. how disappointed you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, uh, it, um, I, I kind of want to like Deadpool, because, uh, uh, I like, uh, like self self aware sort of uh comedic comic books. Fair stealer kinda Yeah. Kind and, of and Deadpool is definitely along that line and like it's also like hyper violent and Yeah. You know, it's like stuff that I think I'd like to just just usually pulled off so poorly. Wasn't the old series a little funny though? Like the yeah. one from like the nineties. Mm-hmm. That was that was much better, you think? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when uh, Joe Kelly and uh, Ed McGinnis were doing it. I've only read one issue, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, the new series is still, you know, at least attempts to do it, just uh, doesn't poorly. Yeah. And um, I just couldn't give a shit about the stories and, uh, like, all the, the self-aware sort of stylings of it were, uh, it's like, trying too hard, you know? Oh, okay. So it just came off just bad. It wasn't, it wasn't no Bugs Bunny. No, and uh, the art wasn't all that great either. Like, it's like, this super clean, uh, like, Ed McGinnis, Umberto Ramos type of art, where it's, like, super cartoony and everything. Mm-hmm. But for being super cartoony, um, very static. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's not, like, there's a fight scene, but, like, it's composed in the most unexciting way any fight scene could ever be drawn. Uh, okay. It's just like, it's Deadpool, he's standing there, he just punched someone. And then the guy is also standing there, he turns his head to indicate that he has just been punched. <laughs> it's rigid. Yes. Just, rigid is a very good term. Right. Yeah. That's too bad. I mean, it sells really well, we sell out of it, but yeah. we sell out of a lot of crap, so. True. Well, as we learned yesterday, every comic is Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, uh, a month or two ago when they all had the Wolverine variant. Oh, that's true. That's uh, true. Some of those were good covers, but had no business being on Moon Knight or Miss Marvel or whatever. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. Ridiculous indeed. <laughs> yes. Other than that, yeah, I bought a Clive Barker book at, uh. Oh, yeah. That's right. So it's a limited edition uh, book that he wrote back in like 1976 or something. Had <laughs> uh, never been published before. He was a teenager at the time, obviously. It's horror, I'm sure, right? Uh, fantasy horror. Yeah. Okay. It's like four short stories that are all like interconnected somehow. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, it was like, limited to like 1,500 copies. And I'm a big Clive Barker fan, so sprung for it. Yeah, you know, I, I love the gays and. Uh, I wish my voice sounded like his. Yeah. All scratchy and <laughs> I thought like this forever. He gargles razor blades in the morning. He must. Yeah. 
I don't know what the hell. I guess he smokes a lot. Maybe is that why he got his voice? He smokes a lot of pole. Oh, that was terrible. No, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. That deserves a uh, round of applause. Oh, no. no, no I, uh, <laughs> I've never met him or anything, but uh, he was at Books and Company signing autographs years ago. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I wish I could have gone. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, I had to work the yeah. day that they was there, uh, my girlfriend at the time went with a couple of her friends, yeah. and I gave her this, I had this, uh, this seven-inch record. It's a band called Tumor Circus, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Jello Biafra from Dead Kennedys with some other people, and uh, and he did the cover art, and, uh, oh. yeah, and, and, uh, and like, it was a one-sided seven-inch record, like 45, mm-hmm. on the other side, there's this etching that he did, oh. like, it's like, just like, you can't listen to that side, but you know, right, it right. looks cool. Yeah. And uh, it's like a demon sucking its own penis or something. Oh, so, I forget. But so uh, picture disc is what they would call it. Well, it's not quite a picture disc because it's like oh. actually etched on there, and it's Ooh. just like it's not color or anything. Oh, it's just, okay. It's kind of neat. Do you like all these? Uh, <laughs> this. <is> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good time. It's good time. Anyway, but uh, so she took it out there to have him sign it, and she said she was like. She was like, wow, he, he was, like, really impressed. He, he was like, wow. He's like, I haven't seen one of these in years. Because I guess, you know, I'm a tumor circus. You know, right, how, right. how many of them did they make, probably? <laughs> Maybe a few hundred or something. But, uh, but yeah, so I still have it. It's autographed. She said he was he was cool with it. He was like, wow, this is really neat. And nice. Of course, he probably said that to everybody that brought up a Magica or whatever. Right. Well, he is really big on himself. Is he? Uh, no. Oh. She said he was really cool, and the guy that I know that works at Books Company said he stayed till everybody was done signing. Like yeah. everybody, like he he stayed super late, and then they said he spent he spent money. He was like buying books, and uh, they said he was just a super cool guy. Yeah, man, I wish I would have known that he was uh, ever in town. I would have gone. That's probably man. It was probably about ten years ago. I, I was alive ten years ago. You you're over. Yeah, you are over ten, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you could have been there. <clears throat> oh, well, we, you and I, together, went to see uh, Bruce Campbell at Wilson Company. That's true. Very true. Well, actually, it was about seven, eight years ago. Oh, that's been a while. Yeah, it was uh, the, his first novel. Yeah. Uh, Could Kill. Yeah, Chins Could Kill. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good book. I read that. Yeah. It's decent. Everybody, he was funny. Huh? He was funny. Oh, yeah. I remember funny. somebody somebody yelled, they were like, they are like, hey, Bruce, can you say work shed? Yeah. And he was like, what am I, your monkey? Yeah. And that's that's all he said. He wouldn't say it. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Well, I've seen him two other times since then. So. Uh, in town? Yeah. He, uh, oh. Well, once in town, the other. Uh, I had to drive to Cincinnati. Stalking him. Uh, no, he uh, he came to town because he was promoting his second book. And while he was also here, he uh, premiered... Uh, or had a, a screening of uh, The Man with the Screaming Burn. Oh, okay. Uh, the Neon. So my ex and I at the time, or my, I guess at the time she was my girlfriend. <laughs> She's currently my ex. Uh, <laughs> we went to the Neon and uh, we saw it. And he did like a Q&A session and everything. And, oh, sweet. Uh, the Neon said that he was going to stick around and like do autographs after the movie and everything. But no, he just left as soon as the movie started. <laughs> Because uh, he was at Books and Company earlier in the evening doing the book signing. Right. So, yeah. He doesn't want to sign this. 
Slap away. So, uh, when I saw that he was going to be down in Cincinnati at a bookstore, uh, for signings, and I figured, well, since we didn't get a chance to uh, get him to sign anything at the movie, we'll go down there. And, uh, so she and I went back down to Cincinnati and got a book signed, and I asked him a question. And, Could you tell me you saw the movie and didn't? Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, my girlfriend asked him for a hug, and he refused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all these stories make him sound like kind of a dick. You're like, they're like, yeah, he's gonna do autographs and he jets. And then she's like, I want a hug. And he's like, nope. Yeah. Why wouldn't he yeah, give her a hug? Why wouldn't he give her a hug? I have no idea. Probably too many people asking him. Mm. And, uh, then, uh, the next day she, uh, uh, her appendix almost burst. So, uh, we've been blaming that on Bruce Campbell for, you know, since that happened. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> See, if he would have hugged her, it would have cured it. Yeah, it would have cured her. Because that is the magic of Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he seems, he seemed pretty awesome. He talked and yeah. you know, was, uh, jovial with the kids. Like the mm, yeah, he seems, uh, pretty nice within reason. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. As long as you're just, uh, not uh, a slavering fanboy, right. you know. I think somebody had him do a like record an answer machine message at Books and Company. Yeah. On their, they had like a portable recorder. I thought that was a pretty good idea. I know for sure. I think uh, like he, like someone asked if he could like propose to his girlfriend for him, and he did, and she said yes. And, uh, <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's a good story <laughs> until they get divorced. <laughs> then he's gonna sign the divorce papers for him. Well, he should. Yeah. I mean, he was there at the beginning. Only he got him into that mess. He yeah. should be the one to get them out. Just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually bought a book too. Um, I forget about this. An, an actual like pictureless book. Yeah, right. Uh, I bought Dark Legend. Uh, is uh, uh, title alone. Uh, let yeah, me take guess. Okay, okay, take a guess. Genre. Take a Okay, uh, title alone, I'm gonna guess that it's got something to do with, uh, <laughs> uh, dragons and wizards. You know I love that shit. Yeah, I know you do love that shit. You are the biggest magic fan in this house. Uh, however, knowing you... I'm going to guess that it's probably about some obscure punk rocker. It's a, like a biography or something. Or an obscure actor of some sort. Well, you're wrong, sir. <laughs> um, it's not. It's about pudding. It's, yeah, it's a cookbook of pudding. You know, the dark legend of pudding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's the book that Frederick Wortham wrote just prior to writing Seduction of the Innocent. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, where he, uh, it's basically the story of the, I forget how old the kid is, like 15 or something, who commits a couple murders, and he basically tells that guy's story, and that kid ended up being the one who, you know, mentioned that he, you know, loved reading comic books, right. in addition to murdering his family. Right. right. And so, Freddie, uh, Freddie W., we can call him Freddie right. W., he equated that to anyone who reads Superman will probably kill their parents. You know, you can write off Frederick Wortham all you want, but what was that issue of Action Comics I read that 
really pissed me off, and I thought, you know, the only way I can redeem this is if I killed my mom. Was it the one Gilbert Gottfried wrote? Yes. Was it that issue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that made me pretty pissed off, too. <laughs> did Gilbert Gottfried? He actually did write an issue really? of Action Comics, yeah. Back in, I think it was mid to late 80s. I forget the character is like Toy... It wasn't Toy Man. Maybe it was Toy Man. No, it was like somebody that had to do with I, toys. I need to uh, re-say that. Mixiz Pitlick. Mixiz Pitlick. Mixiz Pitlick. Mixiz Pitlick. I remember when we were kids, we always called him Mixelplicked. Because right. it just was so much easier. Mixelplicked. Yeah. But no, it's... Mixiz Pitlick. Mr. Mixiz Pitlick. Can you say it backwards, though? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, let's not try that. Yeah. We don't have all night. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to read that. It's from the 40s, and it was an actual, like, 40s copy of it. Right. And uh, it was, like, $3 plus shipping. Wow. And uh, let's say you wanted to read his follow-up work. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much would that go for? At least 100 Wow. Although I did see a library copy, one that has, like, Coffee stains and like library stamps all over it for yeah. like thirty bucks. Yeah. I was like, eh, maybe. Yeah. I don't really want to read that though. I, I'd much more read this book, but oh, like, sort of get him started on it. Because <laughs> the other one would just probably make me pissed. You know? Yeah, maybe. Or you'd agree with them. Yeah, and I'd be like burning all my books. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, I want to go back to the Gilbert Gottfried thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Toy Man? I, I, I mean, Toy Man is the guy uh, who plays with toys. It might have been Toy Man. It was somebody that had little toys. But I mean, the reason I, I said Mixie's Pitlick is because he did the voice of Mixie's Pitlick on really? the uh, Bruce Timm series. I did not know that. He must be a, an incredible Superman fan. Maybe. Or he likes money. But yeah, he could like that. I like money. Yeah? Yeah. What, what uh, cartoon voices have you done? Uh, you know, I've never been approached to do one. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm sure if uh, Bruce, Tim, and Paul Denny called me up and said, hey, we want you to audition for the role of, uh, 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 uh Commandy, yeah. uh, the last boy, I'd, uh, I'd say, sure. I'd take it if they were like, we want you to be the garbage man that when he sees the Flash costume in the can goes, what the hey? <laughs> And that was my whole line. Was that, was that the voice you would use? That, that's the whole line, yeah. Oh. And that's the voice you would choose. <laughs> that's, to use. that's what that's the. Yeah. What the? Yeah. However you I can't, can't duplicate it, but yeah, oh, well, it was that's that. too bad. Well, you're fired. What well, if it's, you would need it's to recorded. Do? It's already recorded. Yeah, but what if you need to do multiple takes? Because oh, I don't think. Hey, baby, I'm like Sinatra. One take only. <laughs> I do it gold every time. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> you win. All right. Yeah. Finally, I win something. I don't know what, but... Uh, I'll buy you an ice cream later. Sweet. So, enough of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a movie. Okay, which movie? Uh, I would like to talk about Goonies. Oh, I love Goonies. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> One of my favorite movies from the 80s. I, uh... I uh, obtained a copy recently. I've not yet watched it. Oh. Uh, I would like to watch it. I haven't seen it in... Okay, I was going to say, you have seen it, though. Oh, I have okay. seen it. I just haven't seen it in forever. Right. 
uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm pretty sure I hadn't discovered masturbation yet by the time I, the last time I saw it. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, because otherwise you would have yanked it all over any scene Anne Ramsey appeared in, right? Oh, of course she's right. fucking hot. So great. I, yeah. Throw Mama from the Train was on a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. Just, I, I lost it. Yeah. I lost right. it. <laughs> Pretty hot. There's a horror movie, I forget what it was, but she plays, like, the evil, like, lady. And, uh, and then somebody... Surprising. <laughs> and then, typecast as hell. <laughs> Poor lady. But she, someone throws a basketball at her head. Her head blows up. <laughs> and you, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, guar blow up. Like right. Blood everywhere. Like, from a basketball. It just... It's like someone <laughs> smushed a rotten melon. Nice. It's pretty... Ma- Matt has it. I'll have to... Sweet. I forget what movie that was. You can pick it for your next pick. I would totally yeah, watch that. Pick. Good. Good. <laughs> but won't. <laughs> but I probably won't. Uh, but no, let's uh, let's talk about my pick that I did. Apocalypse Now. Redux. Re- Redux. Do over. <laughs> Redo? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, R-E-D-U-X. I don't uh, speak whatever language that is. The only, I think it's French. The only French I speak is anything in regards to having drinks at my house. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know. Uh, How's that been going, anyway? Uh, I haven't, like, once I found out I wasn't going back to Toronto this year, I haven't listened to the rest of the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was only, I will listen to them. I've only got, like, six more CDs to listen to. There's, like, 14 of them, so. Most of the way there. Anyway. Yeah, Apocalypse Now, the, I guess, I'll just call it the director's cut version from this point on. What year did they put that together? 2001. 2001. Yeah. Uh, Originally, 1979, uh, as I mentioned in the wrap-up for the previous episode. Uh, My favorite movie. Of all time. Of all time. The number one movie. Uh, Has not changed uh, in... 15 years since I've seen that movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Was it? Was there, like, uh, did it, like, change? Is it one of those movies that, as you watched it, you felt your mind changing? Or, or, or is it just you like the film that much? I just love the movie. Okay. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you'll watch or hear something, and it's, like, at a point where you're, like, you know, losing your virginity or, like, you know, driving your car for the first time, and that stays with you. No. Yeah, it, was just, it's, uh, it was just such a great movie. Uh, you know, like people say, oh, I watched this movie and it changed my life. I think that's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't think a movie can change anyone's life. Uh, Meatballs 4? Ever seen it? No. Okay. Well. Changed your life? Changes everyone's life. Uh, well, I don't believe you. <laughs> because it's 4. Alright. If you had said Meatballs 1, hmm. I could have totally bought that. Because Bill Murray, at least, was in there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in, I, I think he was in all of them, wasn't he? I, don't know. I doubt it. I haven't seen him. I doubt it. Not Bill Murray, the most cantankerous old fuck on the face of the planet. <laughs> what? Didn't even want to do Ghostbusters, like his biggest successful movie. Didn't even want to do that. Hey, man, he had better things to do. Yeah, some shitty movie that everyone has forgotten about. Uh, I can't remember the name of that. Razor's Edge, I believe. Is that it? Uh, is that the one where he he's the mayor of some underground city? That is City of Ember, and that was like last year. Yeah, that was... I was talking about the movie that he... It's like he somehow bribed 
the people involved with Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. that uh, he agreed to do Ghostbusters if they would finance his movie that he wanted made, which was, I believe, The Razor's Edge. Really? I've never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I've, it's a great ACDC album, but I've never heard of the, the film. Exactly. Huh. I'll have to check it out, maybe. Would, would, would you watch it? No. Oh, okay. I would veto. Really? Because well, Bill Murray's strong. a cock. Man. I can't wait for Ghostbusters 3. Is he in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I love him. I think he's great. Broken Flower is still one of the worst movies ever watched. It is bad. I mean, I enjoyed it a little bit, but it was bad. Bad. Uh, well, then you're a liar. Hmm. How can you enjoy a movie that you Oh, I enjoy, I enjoy bad movies. No, I mean, I realize it wasn't a good movie, but I there's parts of it I enjoyed. I thought there were some funny parts. We're not talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about the best movie ever made. Hudson Hawk. Second best movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't really like it nearly as much as you did. Of course. Um, I wouldn't expect anyone to. Right. I'm fairly sure I'm alone in my uh, absolute joy of this movie. It's kind of a downer. <clears throat> it's dark. Yeah. It's really dark. I think that's the part that I love so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, uh, up until today, I had not seen the extended version of this movie. Mm-hmm. I'd only seen the two and a half hour theatrical cuts, and not the three and a half hour director's cuts. Yeah, we went all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen this version either. I I <clears throat> swear, the last time I saw it, I was like twelve, thirteen. Inappropriately young, probably. Maybe. I saw it when I was 15 for the first time. And, uh, eh, 16, because I drove to Blockbuster to rent it. Uh, but, uh, I saw it about a year and a half ago. My ex and I watched it. Uh, excuse me. Jesus mm, Christ. Mm. I apologize. I saw the root beer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, uh, but, uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so I've, I've watched it probably about four times total. Uh, I guess most recently, like last year, but I had not watched this extended version of it. Was there anything drastically different? Like, what scene, like, stood out? Uh, there were three scenes total that I don't recall from the original. Mm-hmm. And, uh, two of them I know for sure are not in the original. Uh, the first one was when they... Uh, well, let's talk about the plot of the movie first. Oh, yeah, it's right. all about... Uh, uh, this is weird. Cause I, I assume most people probably have seen it, maybe. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say the fact that uh, I think like the past six reviews or whatever we've done, we've not talked about this story. Uh, And, you know, I don't want to assume that everyone's seen what we're talking about. Obviously, no one's ever read Jack Staff. That's true. uh, I think this one's sort of regarded as a classic. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean people will see it. Pat, you have Philistines. Well, yeah. He's too busy watching watching Hangover. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The fuck? Oh, seeing the spirit like seven times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I, I, think, I think it's nice if we could provide a, a, a short recap of uh, 
the story for those not in the know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, uh, in certain things, though, like, you know, like, uh, when we watched Cabin Boy, I don't think we knew. <laughs> yeah. Re- Recapping the plot you of see, that. You see, he was a fancy lad. <laughs> and it all started... Uh, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Apocalypse Now, uh, based on uh, the novel uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, mm-hmm. loosely based on, uh, follows uh, Captain Willard, played by Martin Sheen, uh, sent by the uh, U.S. Army to uh, track down uh, and kill uh, Carmel Kurtz, played by Marlon Brando. Uh, he's basically being sent from somewhere in Vietnam all, uh, all the way up a river to Cambodia. Mm-hmm. And uh, where they believe Kurtz has gone insane. And uh, he's being charged with murder. And he's basically taken over like this entire village uh, and recruited everyone who comes to him uh, you know, to be as insane as him, and if they're not, he just kills them. Right. Yeah. Follow me or die. That's right. Right, yeah. So, uh, Martin Sheen goes up the river. That's pretty much the movie. Yeah. It's pretty much the first four and a half hours of the movie. <laughs> him going up the river. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> it's it's a long one. It's weird how they sort of... Like, you know how most movies follow that three-act, like, a, uh, you know, uh, template? Yeah. It basically, it has, like, the first two acts sort of swirl together, and they just take off, take up most of the movie, you know, like, like, it kind of starts out with him, you know, with the problem, and with the setup, like, right. and it mixes them together, and it just goes on and on. It's kind of strange how, I like, that, I think that's my favorite part about it, how it has that weird anticipation and right. sort of off timing of most movies. Yeah. But, I was, I was talking about the, the differences. Mm-hmm. Um... The scene where they they're up the river and uh, it's after the uh, the USO show where all the Playboy uh, playmates were were at right and they land on this like dump of a of a tent town or whatever like this this uh, mash setup or whatever yeah. and the uh, the Playboy uh, bunnies are also there uh, that whole scene was not in the uh, version. One of the better sins of the movie, I would say. It was a pretty good scene, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. And weird. And very weird. Uh, a little creepy. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and then the other scene that I can definitely tell for sure was not in that movie is, uh, uh, in the original cut, it was the French plantation scene. Oh, okay. Where, and I'm going to say something negative, uh-huh. the movie ground to a fucking halt. Yeah, it kind of did. <laughs> I mean, I guess it sort of helped build up the anticipation and brought a different light and a, like a political viewpoint or whatever. Right. But yeah, it really, really, I mean, it's already kind of slow and it just yeah. stopped. It was like a uh, traffic jam on the highway for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It, and it felt like an hour and a half. Uh... Yeah, uh, still, this this is it at the the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not changed. Um, but I did not like the extended version as much mm-hmm. as I like the theatrical cut. Okay. Uh, like the the extra Playboy scene, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that French scene uh, 
really sort of did me in on it. And to be fair to the listener, if they think you only like the Playboy scene because there's nudity, no. there's nudity in both scenes, actually. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah. and ladies. Ladies. Uh, yeah. Very attractive ladies. Yeah. And, yeah, we could have probably done out without the slow French, yeah. French uh, dinner scene. You know, like you said, and like I understand why it's there. It's just uh, I understand more why it was cut. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, for length and you know, I mean, it's, pacing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just seriously. When I say ground to a fucking halt, uh, it's like like literally grinding your face into yeah, concrete. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like stretching during that scene. Like, yeah. I, I kept measured, nodding off and I was like, I get another beer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was like, there'd be like weird, like lighting changes where it would like fade in from like dark to light. Mm-hmm. And every time it got like really too bright, my <laughs> eyes kept closing. Cause like, that's just, uh, when I'm rhythm. like really tired, you know, and like light really starts to affect me poorly. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, eh, nappy time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I definitely wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but I, I mean, I found it kind of slow throughout. Uh, I mean, like almost, almost too much, almost too slow. Uh, I mean, I, I, I see the point of that though, because the story isn't like something action packed, really. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I just it was just, I don't know. I. I can see your point of view, but, um, I, I mean, I can definitely see other people complaining, like, you know, because you're not saying that it's bad, you're just saying mm-hmm. that it's just, you know, uh, it stretches it here and there. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, I'm sure there's other people who would just automatically say it's bad. Uh, and I can see the point of view as, as you know, the, the, the pacing of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of dragging the movie down a couple notches, but but I, mean, I think it's purposely done. <coughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's, <coughs> and it serves the story. It's just, uh, but I think that's one of those things. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, the movie is on two discs <laughs> because it it uh, it has both the extended version and the theatrical version on it. Right. And so, for some reason, rather than putting one on one disc and the other on the other disc, they split them That's on kinda, both. It's kind of weird. It's weird. But at the same time, like, you know, we also got to have a pee break yeah. in like an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was basically like we watched two movies. Right. Uh, but, uh, I forgot my point. Was it, uh, about the, uh... Oh, uh, when we, when the first disc ended and it was time to switch to the second disc... Uh, honestly, I did not feel like, you know, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, like it it felt like we'd only been watching like an hour. Yeah. That's, I think I even said like, is that the first third of it or the first half of it? Yeah. 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 I said first third. But yeah. Because we thought it was three discs. (laughs) Well, uh, I just remember it said like end of act one. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking acts. Three three acts. acts, But, uh. Before I forget, I want to say Robert Duvall, fucking awesome. Yes, he is. He's the best part of this movie. Yeah, yeah he's great. I mean, it just yeah, he himself is great. The characters are great. Uh, he spouts probably the only lines in this movie that are, or of the three lines in this movie that are 
cultural phenomenon. Quotables, right. Right. Uh, Robert Duvall has two of them. <laughs> uh, one of them is Charlie Don't Surf. Was yep. that it? Uh, what's the other one? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, another thing, too, like, I, I'm, like I'm saying, I must have saw this when I was 12, because uh, I know by 14 <clears throat> I was a huge Guar fan. Right. Didn't know that the horror Vig sampled, uh, the you know, when he says the horror, like, you must make a friend of it. I, I was like, what is that from? Right. So that was kind of cool. And I heard a ministry sample, too, uh, like when they first pull up to uh, Colonel Kurtz's, uh, like, little Village town there. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was. I think it was something Dennis Hopper said, but there's a a ministry sample in there. So. Yeah. Dennis Hopper, of course, also awesome in this movie. <laughs> he was great. Uh, I, I don't know. I, again... Like I said earlier, uh, this is, it's still my favorite movie. Like, even after what, this watching, mm-hmm. uh, I did notice things in it more that uh, sort of annoyed me. Oh, yeah? Like, uh, like who? No, not who. Hmm. Uh, what? Um, Dennis Hopper just kind of fucking disappears at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, we see him one last time, and then after that, where'd he go? I think he was busted for drug charges well, during the film. Dennis Hopper himself probably was. Yeah. But his character is what I'm Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sort of did just kind of scurry off and never show up. Right. And uh, then there was the the subplot of, uh, well, not really even a subplot, but uh, when they get to that that bridge, uh, that's sort of the, the, the breaking point from, like, you know, this is where Vietnam ends, right. and then Cambodia begins, right. and uh, the messenger is there waiting for them, uh, and he receives the, the new packet of information that says that there's another guy who uh, has been on the same mission who was also gone native, uh-huh. and then we see that guy yeah. for like five seconds. Maybe he doesn't have any lines. They stare at each other. And then he's never seen again. Right. It's like... Uh, that go, yeah, and that was probably in both versions, right? Um, I don't recall that meaning. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know like they stopped at that bridge and you know they got new messages and everything. Okay, uh, but I, I don't recall exactly him seeing that you know that was the new information and him meeting up with that guy when they got to the the hmm. island or whatever. Maybe that's why they didn't put that in there because they never. Wrapped it up. Anywhere, right? yeah. uh, I also think that my love of this movie, a good chunk of that comes from knowing the fucked up history of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know anything about. Oh, the the making of the movie it has its own documentary called Heart of Darkness. Okay, and it's not like you know you buy a DVD and then there's like you know. Here's a Mickey now, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is seriously like a documentary okay. about Francis Ford Coppola going batshit insane. <laughs> uh, the scene early on in the movie where Martin Sheen is in his hotel room and he's like doing Tai Chi and he punches the mirror. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, fucked up. He was actually fucked up and they filmed it. Really? He was drunk off his ass, and they just filmed him. <laughs> and he, like, apparently, like, 
that entire time, he's just yelling at Francis Ford Coppola. Really? And he's just bitching and ranting. <laughs> and <laughs> That adds a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, the movie shot for 238 days. Wow. <laughs> Went millions and millions of dollars over budget. Uh... <laughs> So is that is that like what Tropic Thunder is referencing? A lot of the I, I haven't seen Tropic Thunder, oh, okay. but maybe. Yeah. Um. The the surfer dude when he was uh, when they're uh, when they come up to that bridge and like you know the, the battle is going on you know uh, and he says like he just dropped a hit of acid actually dropped a hit of acid. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> just for the role, like De Niro style? Or? Um, probably not. Yeah. Not by that point. Just I because think. he was hanging out with Hopper right before that scene? Uh, I think just because at that point everyone was fucked up. Yeah. Because nobody wanted to be there. And it was almost as if they were in an actual war. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like Tropic Thunder. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in the movie. He's like 10 years old. Uh, he says he's 17 years old in the movie. He looks younger. He was 14. Okay. I say he looks really young. <laughs> uh, they they slaughtered that bull at the end. I was say, that, that looks like a real bull. Yep. That was before uh, one of the... Cannibal it, Holocaust style. Was it before they had those taglines, no animals were hurt? Uh, not sure. Not sure. Or did they at least eat the bull? Make some uh, burgers? The natives there may have. Mm. I don't know. Maybe some sort of ritual that they just filmed. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. And that the, the surfer dude participated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really dark. Yeah, yeah. it's incredibly dark. Uh, Martin Sheen had a heart attack halfway through the filming. And uh, for... Uh, so that they could continue <laughs> filming... Uh, for long shots, like like just far away shots of the boat, uh, they got his brother Joe Estevez. <laughs> what what induced his heart attack? Just all the action? Uh, I have no idea. He just he suffered a heart attack and he uh, was out of commission for like three or four months. Jeez! And uh, so they got his brother to film like long shots. <laughs> <laughs> They could have got Charlie Sheen if he was uh, old enough, because, I mean, man, some of these scenes, oh, he, yeah. he's spitting an inch. Uh, him and uh, uh, Emilio Estevez yeah. both oh, look a lot like their dad. Yeah, very much. So, yeah, so I, I think that a lot of my enjoyment of the movie also comes from knowing the right, history of the it. history. I could see that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've never liked war movies. Like, I honestly can't think of one that I'm like, I like that movie, you know? Right. Um... This I is like, one of the better ones, I'd say. I like some. Uh, obviously, this one, uh, Kelly's Heroes, which is a, uh, it's a war comedy. Okay. With Clint Eastwood, Donald Sutherland, and Don Rickles. I'd say... And Telly Savalas. I'd say anything with Don Rickles I would watch. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I plan on picking it at some point in time. The comedies I would rather see. But, I, yeah, I just, yeah. like, like, even, like, I love Stanley Kubrick and even uh, Full Metal Jacket. I'm not a big fan of that movie. Um platoon I, I just i don't know i just maybe in a past life i was in some horrible war or something but yeah. i just really have never found a, a war movie that i've just like enjoyed really yeah, some of them are i don't know uh 
I mean, this one even does it as well, where it just looks sort of... They're all generally made by, you know, a liberal filmmaker. Yeah. And so they really slam you over the head with the, yeah. uh... War is bad! Right. He's like, I know war is bad. Yeah. And yeah. say, I would probably, like... I would probably love this movie if I had realized during the watching of it that war is bad. Right. You know? <laughs> but, but I kind of knew that. Right. <laughs> but, um... Brando's obviously great in it. Hmm? I mean, Brando's obviously great in it. He's... He's just in his own way, mm-hmm. which again goes with the whole fucked up backstory of the movie. Oh yeah, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy, Brando done? Well, part of it is crazy. Francis Ford Coppola could not figure out what the ending of this movie was going to be, so they just kept like rewriting and rewriting and rewriting the ending. Uh, by the time Brando actually showed up to do his scenes. Uh, apparently he had gained the 200 pounds and shaved his head, which they did not expect. <laughs> and knew none of his lines. Great! Let's start filming. <laughs> Wait a minute. So why did they... Why is he not supposed to shave his head? Uh, I have no idea. Hmm. <laughs> but that's, they, that's not what they were expecting. Yeah. <laughs> so by this point, he was already... What, what made Brando a huge star? I don't know. I mean, other than pancakes. I mean... I mean, like... Oh, literally huge yeah. is what you mean. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, how did he get so, like, you know... Uh, I guess his movie's from the 50s. Uh, uh Streetcar Named Desire. And mm-hmm. that, is that the one? I mean, is that the one? Probably? On the waterfront. Uh, I guess all of I don't know if that exactly was the one, mm-hmm. but, I mean, that was one of the ones. Right. Uh, like I said, On the Waterfront, I think, was that him. I, uh, um, I, I think Orson Welles is in that. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. We could look up Brando's uh, IMDb oh, yeah. page. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd be curious. Like, yeah, I'm curious. So where he where he sort of made it because he seems like one of those like ten Hollywood people that everyone considers he's the greatest. Yeah, like but he's I'm not exactly it. sure. Like the only things I've ever seen are Apocalypse Now, The Score, and Superman. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right, he was in Superman. Uh, he, Last Tango in Paris, did you ever see that? It was nope. fucking weird, but it was pretty good. Is that, like, uh, a rated X movie? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I know there's a lot of sex in it. I don't know. I mean, I rented it at, like, Hollywood Video or something. So. Right. Well, I mean, X for the 70s or whatever, uh, whatever yeah, it came out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, obviously Godfather, right? Obviously Godfather, which I've never seen. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, I turned that off. <laughs> Because it was so fucking bad. <laughs> I saw it three times. Oh, man. Admittedly, each time was free. I would rather watch What Women Want on, uh, uh, what, what's that called? Surround, uh, oh, lot, my joke is fucked up because I can't think of it. IMAX. IMAX! <laughs> I'd rather watch Clueless 2, uh, Legally Blonde 7 on IMAX than watch Island of Dr. <laughs> Moreau again. Okay, dokie here. We've got uh, Marlon Brando's page. Streetcar Named Desire was his third movie in 1951. On the Waterfront in 1954. Uh, the Wild One in 1953. Uh, which was, uh, was what uh, Shia LaBeouf based his character off of in Indiana Jones. Really? And King well, what was his first movie? His first movie is... Uh, 
Well, his first movie is called The Men. Hmm. His first thing is called, was an episode of the actor's studio called I'm No Hero. He's not. Yes. Uh, he has a presence. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, Led Zeppelin was rocking. Right. But I mean, yeah, he has a he has a presence. He does. He, he does have a, a an on screen uh, presence, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, charisma. Yeah. That that I mean, yeah, I don't think he was great in this movie, but like mm-hmm. every time he was on screen, I was just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like you want to hear whatever. I want to see more. Yeah. Want to hear more? Uh, he was in Guys and Dolls. Hmm. Uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Jaws 3? Uh, That's weird. I haven't even gotten up there yet. Yeah. Godfather. Uh, Superman. Uh, the Freshman. Oh, that was a good movie. I never saw I it. saw that before I even saw The Godfather, though, so I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. He I did uh, apparently uh, take like nine years off. He did a movie in 1980 called The Formula, and then he didn't do anything else until 1989 hmm. called The Dry White Season. Uh, did Don Juan DeMarco, Johnny Depp. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and then he uh, did the uh, Godfather video game <laughs> after he did the, the score with uh, Rob De Niro. And... Did he, is he alive? Huh? Is he no, alive? he's dead. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 2004, he died. So, yeah. I guess people like all those other movies he did. Yeah, I, I need to see On the Waterfront. I've seen bits and pieces, and it was pretty good. I've heard it's all right. It has this awesome, like, intro, crazy camera angle shot. Uh, I have seen... Guys and Dolls? Huh? You've seen Guys and Dolls? I have seen part of Guys and Dolls, yes. Is it a musical? It is a musical. Wait a minute. It was on PBS, (laughs) and it was was on just before uh, we had Drawing Night. Really? And uh, uh, I was waiting for you to call me to say, you know, that your dog had pooped. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I just watched it until then. <laughs> it was it good? Eh, not really. Yeah. So, uh, he seemed good in it. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's one of those things where like he was on screen and I couldn't stop watching. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a musical. That's, Even though that, it was a musical and something. he was singing, which he's really not that great at singing. So. <laughs> Interesting. I, I swear sometime I'm going to pick a musical that you're going to like. Uh, no. Because <laughs> the whole veto. Uh, let's see, who else was in this movie that was good? Uh, Harrison Ford is in it for like two minutes. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in it. There. Um, apparently the the guy that uh, uh, that I was talking about earlier, the, the subplot that never got fulfilled, uh-huh. uh, apparently that guy is someone. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott Glenn. He's hmm. in stuff. Uh, he kind of looks like, uh, uh, Lance Henriksen's uglier brother. <laughs> Man, that's saying something. <laughs> nothing, nothing, Lance. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, so how did this movie become, uh, this, uh, classic? I mean, because it's awesome. Is that, is that, is that, is that your answer? <laughs> I mean, is it a, I mean, did it, like, change something as far as, like, the way movies are made or something? Because, I mean, this movie seriously is, like, held by everybody. It's, like, 
Fucking amazing. Surround sound. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it invented 5.1 surround sound uh-huh. audio. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's a great movie. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, uh, one of the best war movies made. It's, it's, uh, I'd agree with that. It, you know, got a lot going for it. It's dark. It's crazy. It's bizarre. It's just, it's everything. It is. It is a little bizarre. Yeah. Little I can't bit. tell you why it's a classic. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I can just tell you that it's my favorite movie and tell you why it's my favorite movie. I, I, I mean, I guess part of me is just finding that weird that you like it so much because I mean there is an because area. my favorite movie should be Batman Returns. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Or Howard the Duck. No, I thought The Dark Knight Returns was... Or Dark Knight was your favorite movie. Oh. Um, no, I mean, there's an air of pretentiousness throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. And then you seem to mostly be sort of against the pretentious. Whereas I embrace it like a long-lost lover. I don't find much of the pretentiousness in the movie. Um, I find more of the... Artsy. It's really artsy. Uh, no, I don't... No, yeah, I don't consider really? it artsy at all. Really? I just consider it good filmmaking. It's it's visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it's it's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as far as, like, you know, set up and, you know, uh, just visual shots. Occasionally, once or twice, there's something kind of artsy-fartsy. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I don't consider it pretentious. Okay. Okay. I mean, Francis Ford Coppola, yes, he's fucking pretentious, but I don't think it comes through in this movie. Okay. Definitely comes through in Dracula. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is another beautiful to look at movie, but oh, yeah. not that great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I just love the colors in this movie, I love the lighting and the shadows. And, oh, yeah, for uh, sure, like all of the stuff on the river, I mean, yeah. that's great. It's just, it's... One of, I think, the best visual movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And the story, also, to boot, is great. And I think the only thing, the only thing really pretentious about it is, like what I mentioned earlier, which is sort of that, you know, Coppola is obviously a liberal, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's shoving his point of view as back! Yeah. You know, which, again, it is, but, <laughs> you know. See, I think the visual part is much more compelling than the story, because, I, th- I mean, I just seriously find the story a little simple. Just because, oh, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, you gotta go From here get rid of this guy. And do this thing. And right. he's like, okay, and he does it. Right. I mean, there's not, I mean... But that's every story. But I mean, there's not, like, much surprise or twist. I mean, I mean, there's some a couple little things, but I don't know. Sometimes the best things in life are the simplest things. That's true, lifesavers. I love lifesavers. There you go. They're simple. I don't know where you got lifesavers from. Because they're simple. I like them. I think they're a little more complicated than they need to be. They're just a little circle. Yeah. With one flavor. <clears throat> and But it's all... like you, you you have to open the whole pack if you just want to get the flavor that you want. And they're all like stuck together usually. And but but it, there's always the flavor that you don't want that you're going to get. And well, you'd have to take the next one, whatever it is. And you, know, you can't go through and think your way through the flavors of the day. Uh, you just take the next one. And I don't know. I'm, the not, I'm, not, agreeing. I'm not saying this whole uh, lifesaver thing. I think they're they're needlessly complicated. <laughs> Lifesavers are complicated. Yes. Okay. No, a tic-tac. That's as simple as you can get. Because they're all the same. Well, what if you they're buy all the same and you can see them. 
What if you buy the lifesavers that's, you know, all cherry or all whatever? All Do they have those? Oh, yeah. yeah. If they have those, then... Uh, no, because the wrapping is still <laughs> fucked up. Because it's got that foil that you can't open and the plastic it's on top of it. and Just little some metaphor, just give it to me. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. Throw me a lifesaver here. Oh, okay. All right, we're done. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love the movie. You don't. I don't love it. Don't hate it. Yeah. I'm pretty... But did you like it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see myself watching it again for a decade. Right. right. But, you know. And that's fine. That's yeah. all right. Because you have a favorite movie that I'll probably never want to see. Yeah. You know, you'll force me to. And then you'll and pretend to hate it. No, I won't pretend to hate it, but, you know. Like what? I think your favorite movie you've mentioned before is Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Favorite yeah. movie ever. Yeah. Ha- has been since I was probably in my teens. Right. Same, probably the same as this. Probably, yeah. Did it change your life? Did not. Yeah, but I loved go. it. But I loved it. That, see, it's all you And can it's ask a little, me. wow, it's a little slow, too, I would say. There you go. I mean, not too slow for me. Right. But and it's, it's a also slow, a simple story. Simple story, slow paced movie. Yeah. I am a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. And, and we're done. Alright. <laughs> we'll be back.
Hey everybody, welcome back! Hello! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What is that? Welcome back, Cotter. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds I, so I know my singing voice is too great for you to uh, have registered there. It's like you were, and you were just making fun of Brando singing the <laughs> <laughs> Wow! The count is there. <laughs> So school's over. Is it? I'm so happy. My, I had two final products, and I just finished uh, the last little details of both of them this week. So. Yeah. You finished them? I did all by myself. All right. It was great. Yay. <laughs> and you helped me. Oh, no. <clears throat> I don't want your uh, professor listening to this. And By the time this airs, I'll already got my grade. Oh, that's true. We can retroactively change it, maybe. Oh, damn they it. They can do that, can't they? Because uh, I think, uh, they I have think by problem. now my high school teachers have all failed me. Really? Like, yeah, just recently. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> and it goes on my permanent record. Oh, man. man. No, I'll never get another good job. I'm sorry. This is what's keeping me down in life is that my high school teachers failed me retroactively. That in, that in your library card expense. Well, I never fucked up at the school's library. Yeah. Just at the city library. Okay. Or county. Every city is just library. Every county is library. Every neighboring Every, county. yeah, yeah. Green, uh, Montgomery, Washington Township, private hey, library. Yet they still paid you. Whatever. They still paid you to speak there. Ironic, that. Oh, well. You should have worked out a deal where they Technically, just, they paid you, and you paid me on the side well, for that. Well, they, I mean, you should have worked out a deal, though, where they just wiped your fines. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're square. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think Washington Township is the one library that I can probably still go to. (laughs) Not sure, but maybe. Or at least not not because of library fines, maybe just because of our performance during the uh, speaking event. I haven't tried to run anything since we did the the talk. You haven't what? Tried to rent anything from the library. Oh, okay. What do they? What do they call it? Borrow, I guess. Borrow, borrow, yeah. yeah. Borrow something from the library. A book, a video, a uh, a magazine. An audio, an uh, audio book. CD mm-hmm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. A midget. Oh, I love getting midgets in the library. Me too. Except for sometimes they're scratched because yeah. you know, people don't take care of them. They yeah, just, I know. People are silly. insane. Mm-hmm. They're like they ride all over them. Uh, what the fuck? People? They highlight certain areas. Yeah. What the fuck? People, come on! It's Give a fucking a, library. It's a midget. Give it's it a, a break. Library midgets. Don't mark it it's up. Other people need to use it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we just lost all of our widget <laughs> listeners. Oh, Pat, come back, please. Yeah. That's not a midget. He's uh, actually taller than us. See, that was the joke. Oh, know, Pat hilarious. Is like seven foot eight. And yeah. <laughs> he's a tall boy. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> oh, my eyes itchy. Fuck. Yeah. Huh. Want to give me commentary? <laughs> uh, uh, it looks like you're rubbing the fuck out of it. Like yeah, you're gonna just like squish out your ear. Oh man! I, every time I rub Probably my eyes, I'm going I, blind. I have a fear that I'm gonna put my out sometimes. I like, you know, after a long day at the office, I come home, take my glasses <laughs> off, and I just rub my eyes. And sometimes it feels like they're gonna squish out of my nose. Yeah, I get that feeling sometimes too. Why do we do it? Why don't we keep it up? We're idiots. We are idiots. Mm. In everything in life, we are just dumb people. We're bad at what we do. And what we do is not much. Uh, Well, we try to do a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're bad at all of it. We're like the MacGyver of fail. We can fail at anything. <laughs> oh, that is the best ever. Oh, oh, that, sir, was not a failure. That was all right. great. One thing, wow. One thing successfully done. MacGyver of fail. That's fucking genius. Oh, man. Good sir, you deserve this handshake that uh, people need to be told. Uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Is there, is there something else we need to talk about before? Oh, fuck Joe G. <laughs> no? no. He's never going to listen to the show, so it's oh, not no. funny. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be funny if he if he was going to listen to the show. I wish he fucking would. Fuck him. <laughs> No. I mean, we, we talk about comics and stuff, and it's, it, like, apparently he likes, you know, shit that isn't the Teen Titans, and we, we do mostly non-Teen Titans stuff. Oh, that's true. Although we did a Teen Titans. Well, we did a Teen Titans well, thing, uh, too. Titan Titans. Well, it still counts. Yeah, he... That's the best of both of his worlds, Teen Titans and not Teen Titans, together. Oh, wow. You're right. That is both of those things. And he still refuses to listen. He's we, an evil... We've done a Jeffrey Brown book. He apparently is a huge fan, which I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. An Alex Robinson book. An Alex Robinson book, which apparently I'm now just learning. Uh, he apparently really digs. He's the one that turned me on to Alex Robinson. Really? Yeah. Joe G. Joe fucking G. Wow. Did not flash rebirth. <laughs> Although, from what I understand, <clears throat> he also does not like that either. I'll get in the side. I like some Joe G. I love Joe G. Hopefully he's... he'll be bowling with us again. Yes. Yeah. We've had two weeks off bowling, yeah. and this week I'm I'm feeling it. Me too. I don't care if it's just I'm me gonna, and you. Um, we're gonna go bowling, and I'm probably gonna be terrible because we haven't been bowling in two weeks. I did wee bowl for the first time a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think you talked about to, pra- it. to practice. No, that was something else we talked about. Yeah. Or talk about a lot of things. Yeah. We talk about a lot of things. We record some of it, yeah, and I often forget. I know I can never remember. I'm like, did we talk about this on the show, or when we were driving around looking for hide burritos, right. or or for uh, you know what purpose did we record? Because we <laughs> occasionally record things that aren't meant for the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's true too. Uh, mm. Crazy, crazy conversations. We should just stop talking to each other. Okay, um, like just sit in silence on the car ride to the. the uh, Restaurant and back, and then when we come here, we just uh, we just do it up, <laughs> just silent forever. Okay, that makes for really good uh, listening pleasure. <laughs> okay, so I chose a book for our next episode, and I shall reveal it now. Uh, okay, it's a uh, Darwin Cook's Catwoman. Selena's big score, which I don't think you've ever read. He's shaking his head no. Uh, and I know I have not read, which is odd because I love some Darwin Cook. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna choose that, and we're gonna we're gonna check it out. I'm usually uh, I'm usually a guy that just says okay whenever you say something, and I respond to your words. Now that you're not talking, I'm gonna have to wrap the show up for the first time. <laughs> so uh, email us. Let us know what you think. Um, read Catwoman, Selena's big score, and, uh, you know, then you can... I'm really bad at wrapping it up fucking talk! <laughs> Alright, well, thanks for listening. <laughs>
just so hard to stay silent. Uh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a good sidekick. I'm not the guy that you want to uh, wrap anything up. Uh, I'm, I don't want to be. I guess I've taken control of the show, but I guess you are my sidekick. Huh? That's, that's true. I'd rather we were co-hosts, but I talk a lot when I'm here. <laughs> well, this is your time to talk. I guess so. Out there in the world is your time to be, be quiet. quiet. It, that's true. I'm pretty much quiet. 90% of the time when I'm not here in front of a mic. Uh, that is uh, something you're looking at. Yeah. Um, and it was comic card. It wasn't boobs for the first yeah. time. Like, usually whenever we get silent for a couple of seconds, it's because your screensaver has That's a really pretty girl, like yeah. Scarlett Johansson in the previous episode. Uh, but this one was actually really good art. So. Most, Most of it, yeah. Let's be fair. 90% oh, of yeah. everything on here is pretty art. Yeah, and ten exactly. percent of it is a hot chick with yeah. boobs. Yeah, as most hot chicks are tend to have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I okay. I won't be quiet to the out. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with with being the main guy, but at the same time, I guess I am. Yeah, it's your it's your thing. Uh, but but you're here with me, fifty fifty. Next show you do, will be you your do pick all your music. You do all the work as far as uh, getting it out there, though. Uh, well, I don't. I don't even understand that's how. Because you barely know how to check your email. Yeah, I know. I, I'm like, I, I swear, I'm like a 70 year old man. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I barely. Can't you just make that computer thing do the thing that I want? I still have never owned a computer. I'm in my 30s. Well, you do own a computer. And just, uh, That's right, I do! Plugged in and yeah, I forgot. It's also a piece of shit. It's not connected to the internet, or ha- it doesn't contain any Adobe products yet. Or is it connected to a uh, socket? No, it is not. <laughs> it has been. Power up. Apparently, I plugged it in. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not looking this gift horse in the mouth. It's it's an old computer, but right. I'm, I'm excited to have it. But uh, I plugged it in, and apparently there's some... Uh, Stories saved on there. Uh, the previous owner uh, is a friend of mine, Mandy Haga, uh, who works at a nursing home, and she had saved some of the, the prose story. Excuse me, these prose stories that these like elderly people that live at the nursing home have written. So I can't wait to read those. I haven't, I have not yet, but uh, I just plug it up to make sure it works. So I'm gonna get on there and uh, check that shit out. So anyway, yeah, I was gonna comment on uh, the book you take. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, I was being stubborn and not talking. Uh, to hilarious effect. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, yeah, you said you're a uh, Darwin Cook fan, but not read this. Is it probably because you're not a Catwoman fan? I uh, No, I've read some Catwoman. I've read uh, uh, the early part of the series that he drew, like when they when they started off the series. I forget who wrote that. Ed Brubaker. Ed Brubaker, okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Not not amazing, but yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And I think that's... I mean, besides issues of Batman, that's the only thing I've ever read with Catwoman in it. Okay. Just curious. Mm-hmm. So, not a big Jim Malin fan, is what you're saying? Not really. No. Yeah. I mean... Not his uh, gigantic uh, 44 quadruple Ds uh, I, Catwoman running around? I think I read... Super duper camel toe <laughs> skin tight purple suit? I, I almost started to say, but I respect what he does, but I, don't, I really don't. I mean, like... Like, he's good at it, but yeah. I, it looks like nothing I would ever want to read. You yeah. know? Well, could you respect the fact that he's been doing uh, 
what is it? Which of the tarot? Book T- of the tarot. tarot? Yeah, tarot, I think it's just called tarot. 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 Black tarot. 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 It's the uh, World War Two movie about the bombing of Pearl Harbor <laughs> with with a giant breast. With giant breast. They just <laughs> drop giant breasts on the on this Pearl Harbor. But uh, I mean, he's he's stuck with it. He's done that oh, yeah. himself for like five years, which is far better than a lot of other comic creators who. Right. Know, had even more success than he did at a mainstream company. So. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's something. I respect that he's doing his thing and he's sticking with it. But uh, his thing, thing, his thing is not something I ever want to check out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have checked it out because I think my ex was had a, a passing interest in it. Mm. It's awful, awful shit. Yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, I mean, it is exactly what you would expect it to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I've read a couple pages. I oh, mean, okay. just flipped yeah. through them. Like, yeah. there's got to be something more to this book than, than you know, you know, like Cry, you right, like right. Cry for Dawn looks to me looked as, you know, just a like little, it. Yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's exploitive, booby girl. Thing, but but right. there's like a little more to but it. There is, yeah, you know, I I like Joe Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought maybe the same thing would yeah, go with right, this. Right. I was wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Um, once again, just uh, reiterating uh, my defense of Don. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, the tarot, whatever it is. Oh, it's yeah. All right, let's go. Well, let's end on a happy note. Because uh, uh, we just said how awful something was. Oh. Um, uh, his wife is attractive. Yes. Very attractive. Good for you, sir. Uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, James Jean is fucking James amazing. James Jean is awesome. Yeah. Um, He's got a new sketchbook coming out in July or August. Uh, Process Recess 2? Uh, 2 or 3 or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. He is awesome. Uh, and he spent be- like an hour looking at his artwork today and pretty much figuring I should just give up any uh, <laughs> any thought of ever doing any artwork ever again. He's kind of intimidated. <clears throat> and he's going to go uh, help annihilate the universe as we know it by... That's true. Uh, the Hadron Collider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, something else positive. Um, I'm kind of hungry. Mm. But it's really late. It's, so it's I'll probably Sunday just night. have a bowl of cereal. It's a Sunday night, and yeah. we're in Dayton, Ohio, so yeah, there's yeah. a Meyer open, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kroger. Yeah. As long as they're not waxing the floors again. Right. Man, yeah, that, that was fucked up. <laughs> I got up deliberately earlier, two, three days ago, like four o'clock in the morning early. To go to Kroger and they were fucking closed. Twenty-four hour goddamn grocery store and they were goddamn closed because they were waxing the floors. Here we go in on the negative again. Well, <laughs> they shouldn't have been closed. If we weren't surrounded by negative, yeah. then, then we wouldn't have to talk about it. Oh, that's true. Very true. So fuck you, uh, yeah. fuck you, Kroger's. Fuck you, Kroger's. No, I love Kroger's. I went there last night. I like their salad bar. Mm. I like their produce. Uh, I bought some watermelon from Dots. Ooh. Stuff. Yeah, there you go. Watermelon and cereal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Man is cool. Iron Man is awesome. All right. Okay, there we go. Um, that was pretty good. Oh! Uh, I was going to mention something. Who's that? A um, couple things. One, uh, I don't know who's listening or whatever, but they should go check out uh, the Kirby Project.blogspot.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, they just linked to your Fantastic Four number nine blog, uh-huh. uh, which we've also recently updated with uh, James Kachaka's uh, artwork. Oh, yeah, good stuff. 
but the Kirby Project, uh, they accept all sorts of artistic and creative uh, everythings uh, that are all inspired by and uh, sort of in the vein of uh, anything Jack Kirby has ever done. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. There's some great stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, next thing I want to say is uh, I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, Your peeps? Huh? Your peeps? No. Because uh, they're made of marshmallow Ooh. and they can't respond. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, there's a guy who, uh, he does a mini-comic called One Year in Indiana. Oh, Kurt, Kurt Dince, Dincey? I don't know, I don't, I forget forget his last name. I should, uh, probably look this up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this would have been one of those preparation things that we we could have done. Man, we suck. We so suck. Uh, let's just call him Kurt. His name's uh, Kurt. I think his name is Kurt. Oh, yeah, it is Kurt. Uh, He's got a goatee. Goatees <laughs> rule. And he listens to metal. Yeah. I think he's uh, in a metal band, actually. Pretty sure. Yeah, I went to space this year, and he told me to pick up something really cool. And I know you'd like his stuff, because you'd... Uh, well, I actually deliberately asked you to pick up One Year in Indiana. Oh, you did even? Yeah. Uh, well, then that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow! Apparently, one year in Indiana doesn't it's, exist. It's not on the. It's on the internet. It's not on the internet. Uh, this blows. This is uh, this is crazy. Um, Why is he not? A- <laughs> I know he's got a website. It's on the back of his book, which I don't have. Wow, we suck. Oh, wow. I feel so bad right now. So I really wanted to... I, I feel like we're on stage and, like, uh, our drummer hasn't showed up yet. And we're like, um, uh, he'll be, he'll be here any minute. <clears throat> oh, we blow. Oh, I feel terrible. Because I really wanted to pimp this guy. And his book is awesome. It's, like, one of my favorite mini-comics I've ever gotten from any small press show. Uh-huh. And apparently he just emailed you recently saying that he... Doug, our podcast, yeah. and I mean, honestly, like it's it's one of my favorite mini comics I've ever gotten. Uh, if you can find it somewhere, please go check yeah. out One Year in Indiana. Yeah, One Year in Indiana. I I, I know it's Kurt. It's either Dincey or Dincey or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it's awesome. It's about a uh, guy who's a lead singer of a death metal band, and uh, he crashes at his buddy's house, who's going to college in Indiana. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and, and the wackiness and antics, oh, antics about it. <laughs> but yeah, there's all sorts of references to metal if you're in the metal, yeah, which yeah. we clearly are. We are. We're metalheads. Forming a metal band. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> as long as we can get uh, your three-year-old roommate to be our drummer. <laughs> yeah. He does have a drum set. I know. We discussed yeah. this on a previous episode. Yeah. I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. Yep. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at 
Eric at GutterTrash.net or Jason at GutterTrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.